Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I'm your host Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan and uh, this week's episode is a super exciting blast from the past. Uh, It was an episode that I recorded with um, Mr. Bernard Casey way back in the pandemic. At the time we were toying with the idea of starting a GAA based podcast called The Square Ball where we would come on and talk about everything and anything uh, GAA related. Not just specifically what's happening in the games but talking about the culture, talking about our experiences, talking about the crack and um, just talking about every man stuff stuff that you might hear in a pub if you're sitting up with your two elbows on the beer on the fucking bar st- uh, the bar stool or whatever the bar counter and just chin wagging away nonsense and that's what we wanted to do and now i'm only coming on right to say this to you okay before we get into the episode the, um the quality of the sound in this is not up to its usual high standard okay i recorded this in a car in Aaron's own Gaelic, or not Aaron's own, what is it, fucking, oh, what's the name of the place, fucking hell above tonight, a GA pitch down there, just outside Ballancolic, it'll come to me there now in a second, it's not Aaron's own, but uh, myself and Bernard, kind of, we sashayed our way there, uh, under the cloud of the 5k, I should have, I probably was breaking the rules, because Bernard lives in Ballancolic, and I live in, just outside Mallow, and um, we, there was a, probably a 5k restriction at the time, but you know what, rules are made to be broken, hey, and if they can go on the piss over in England, and if Ryan Tuberty can fucking get 70 grand fucking sashayed into his bank account, um, through fucking little knickknacks, who am I to be strict with the rules, okay, you know, I'm only doing what people in authority are doing so yeah my, my, my point anyway right is that at times the sound goes a little bit grainy on my particular microphone Bernard's is perfect uh, but I do think if you can just put up with it for this particular episode it's still quite audible it's still very audible and still you can still hear it but it isn't crystal clear um, so I'm putting in a little disclaimer before we start with that just so you guys uh, will not give up on it because it's a podcast that has a lot of heart and it's it's good it's good I I'm I'm proud of it, um, Bardy, at times sketchy sound. So anyway, sit back, relax, and enjoy the Square Ball Podcast, Part Two, Referees. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're very welcome back to the Square Ball Podcast. Uh, we're here talking about uh, today. We're going to talk about referees, isn't it? Yeah, mate. Uh, listen, about that. I was just thinking, you know the way this is a GAA, a, a goal podcast. It's football, isn't it? Yeah, goal. What, what? Goal. Goal. Golf. Goal. What's goal? G R R. Oh, oh right. Is yeah. that that Irish thing? It's actually this is a, this is a fucking this is GAA podcast, and I don't know who let you into this fucking place at all. But you want to get out of here now, fairly fucking lively. Uh, uh, if you're going to stay anywhere, oh, all right, mate. In the corner there. Uh, all right, mate. All right, all right. Um, I head off. Uh. So if you want to listen to the uh, Premier League referees, then tune in next week. So yeah, I actually, right. I might, I'm actually a patron. I probably will be listening. Oh to great, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's actually a great podcast, by the way. Thanks very much. Yeah. Really, really appreciate it. But still, get the fuck out of here. This, this is for this is guy. Okay, sorry. So this is is this room two? This no, no. Are all fucking serious, man? We only have one room here. All oh, right, I'm in the wrong it's building. A sorry, mate. I'm in the wrong fucking. I'm what are you doing? We're I'm in the middle of a field. I'm in the wrong camping site. <laughs> The Square Ball Podcast. This is Bernard Kazik, Agusta Kruhur, Osulavine, and Charlie. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We please excuse the beginning there. That was uh, Kyle Rothmore, who was uh, who clearly had the wrong the, the wrong uh, room. What was he doing here, man? I don't know. But welcome back to the Square Ball Podcast. Just two lads talking about GA. As if we're at a, a bar stool or in the corner of a room just talking shit. Yeah. And we're just talking about GA because we love it. And yeah. that's all. And today 
we will have a very special topic, a very uh, controversial topic, I suppose, at times, mm. and it is referees. Mm. So, what are your experiences? What do you think of referees, Khan? Well, I'm glad you asked me that question, Bernard, because I actually wrote down what the definition of a referee was. Oh, <laughs> you, so did your, so you did your so research. That, so that I would look like I knew what I was at. And I was going to try and sashay it into conversation. A referee is someone you call <laughs> at the bottom of your CV. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're wrong, actually. An official who watches a game or a match closely to ensure that rules are adhered to and to arbitrate on matters arising from play is the definition of a referee. Normally, you like if you ask me what the definition of a referee is, it'll fucking bollocks. Yeah, yeah so officially. I don't know the referee. The, the referee wrote, wrote us. He wrote us. He wrote us without yeah. fucking... No, damn, fucking put up your pants, ref. <laughs> 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 Referees. We're just... Before, we're, we're, as we were doing our research for this topic and we were talking about it, uh, referees get an awful hard time. Mm, Particularly at club level. <coughs> well, um, I, I warranted an awful lot of this. <laughs> 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 it probably is. A lot of it is. There's a lot of fucking. Oh Jesus! Like we, you have to be very careful here now. You yeah, very, the, well, very we, careful. We would. All right. There's a, there's a lot of tough stuff going on out there. Yeah. Like um, I was a referee as as you were for the club um for our, our own clubs. We were both referees. I was referee. I refed two games. Well, I refed one, and I was fourteen. Okay. Right. <laughs> and that was it. But you tell you, you were an actual. But you were. A, I was only a referee. <laughs> For my one, I was only a referee because the fella who was supposed to do it had to go to a funeral, and this is this is the early noughties, so not going to a funeral was you might as well have been annexed from the society yeah. and put on a ship and sail to the states and never come back. <laughs> so he said, "You have to do this. I have to go to that funeral." Just Christ, you and the game has to be ref, and it has to be ref. So I said, was "Look, it I'll do it." Was it, it was an under twelves match right. in Valencia Island, O'Connor Park, Valencia, between Valencia Young Islanders and Filemore, who were on their own for the under twelves. And I thought, I was like, I can do this. I'm 14, they're only 12, do you know? And the abuse that I got from the parents, from Falmore, was tragic. Yeah. On a 14-year-old. Do you know, I was like, this is a fucking joke. They smell it off you, like. They do, they smell the fear. They smell the fear. And the dyscalculia. And what was, who won the match? Falmore won. Falmore. That's the thing. Do you know what I was just thinking as you were saying that? Was the fucking... Do you know when they legalised the old condoms? Was that the date of underage in Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, like Filemore were able to feel their, their own back, fucking... Back then, if you, if, you, if you do the maths, I suppose they were born in 92. Yeah. Condoms weren't legalised till 94. Oh, there you go. There you they have it. And now we're all, we're all giant clubs now, left, right and yeah. centre. The fucking condom fucked the underage. <laughs> all right, okay, sorry about that. <laughs> um... My experience of refing is a little bit different. In 2006, either 2006 or 2007, our chairman rang me and he was like, Are you playing at all this year? Like, I haven't played season at all um, since I'd come back from London. And I was like, No, that's it. No, I'm gone. Kind of hoping that he'd kind of beg me, you know, a little bit of begging. And um, he was like, uh, He was like, Look, fuck it. We're, we're, in, a, we're in a bad situation. You, you know, we fucking, we have to put a, we have to have a ref. Or the club is going to be fined, and we have to put someone forward. Is there any chance you do it? Look, you won't have to. You really won't have to refu- referee many games, and um, they'll pay you to do it as well. Massive, massive money in refereeing, and uh, you know you'll be getting us out of the thing. And I was like, yeah, just I'll do that now for the club. You're, you're like, I'm a Gale. I'm a, I'm a pat- patriotic. I'm a, I'm a community man. I'm a club man. I'll People do it are going to look at me. They're going to say, that's the guy who, who saved us Some, a lot of hassle. He's, he's really, he's, he's a real club man. And that is so far away from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's so far away. We got Connie to do it, or he won't pick up fucking orders. They probably asked everyone, and I, I remember you were the <laughs> yeah. and I was the, the dumb fucker who thought he'd do it. Yeah, he said, yeah, I'll do it. So you were it. like Father Ted, you know, and they were like looking. It was like, yeah, it's like, hi, we're we're coming from the BBC. We're looking to speak with a Father Ted. Crilly is like, oh wow, I can't believe you're looking. Yeah, you were the first guy we were looking for, and he was like number, he was like ninth on the list. The rest of them are all crossed, and off. he's like so delighted that they came <laughs> yeah, to him. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That's pretty much yeah. Massage my ego, man. I'll do absolutely anything for yeah, you. Yeah, because you're really good. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, you're just, great for doing this podcast and doing all the editing oh, things. Thank you so much, man. Because you're really good at it. Do you like, know what I mean? And like know. the fact that I'm only paying you fifty to be on this podcast. I know. You know I do, do all the work. It's great. Uh, it's it's. Yeah. But but that's you, like there. You're a good guy. I'm uh, really. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so I ref two matches. The first match that I ref was a hurling match between Dramina 
and um, Churchdown, all right? And Jermaine Hammer Churchdown, the game was actually over after about six minutes in the first and, half. And this is this is senior level, like, or I, I know you could say junior, intermediate or whatever, but this is not minors underage. This so is I was, I tell you now, I was about 35 or 36, and I'm, you're talking about men now. Oh, like, this, oh this, you were, tar- this is only about less than 10 years ago. Well, I'm 44, so I would have been Eight. 30, so what's that, 14 years ago? Sorry, you were 36. Yeah. You were 44 now. 44. Four, four, eight. Twenty-nine. I was twenty-nine. You were twenty-nine. Yeah, I was twenty-nine. Um, does that? What? What? what how many years is that now? I'm, I'm no good at math. Now. Fifteen. Fifteen years ago. So forty-four, fourteen, twenty-nine. Yeah, twenty-nine. Yeah. Oh, and what year is that? Two thousand seven or two thousand six? Yeah, two thousand and uh, two thousand and six. Two thousand six. That was the year. And um, first game anyway. Grounds. It was. Uh, I had and I had to do it by myself as well. Send me on the gear, I'd whistle and I fucking got back there and I stretched it's and like signing up for summer camp. Like. And I was like fucking going through the rule book and the whole lot <laughs> the night before and I had the cards and I was like, I'm just gonna let the game flow now, I'm just gonna let that I'm gonna be the referee that just lets the game flow. <laughs> yeah. And Jermaine absolutely hockey churched down now. So the game was over the contest, no one gave a shit about it. Um and that was grand and I came away from it and I was like, fucking hell above tonight, how many wise is that? Fifteen, fifteen. Fifteen, fifteen, fifteen. but yeah, there you have it. Six games a week now and the fucking do two games on a Sunday, you can make euro. <laughs> <laughs> but the next game that I was down anyway, oh, you have to send in the match report, and there was nothing to say. There was no bookings or nothing. Or anything. The next match anyway was um, was a different kettle of fish. It was a junior B league match in late March between um, Clyde Rovers, their junior B team, and Kilshanig, their junior B team, right? So as you probably know, if you're familiar with Cork, around that time, players that are on the, the, the junior A team the main team in, in, in the parish even yeah it would have been intermediate at the time their junior team would have been strong as well yeah um, it would be kind of you know it would be it, be it would be taken very seriously so these boys are playing for a chance to get into their a team to get pretty into much their a team. that's exactly. what they're playing for so there's there's things on the line yeah yeah reputations you know, and egos on repeti- the line. and of course like so this is this is actually happened now right playing poker professionally at the time right i was a professional poker player at the time, <laughs> player at the time. you are i swear yeah. to god right and I was playing inside the casino in Cork called the Macau, right? And I had entered a comp- uh, on the night before it, before the match, the match was on a Sunday, I entered a tournament for 50 euro and I got knocked out of the tournament after about an hour, right? And then it was a cash game that started up. And uh, I started playing the cash game anyway. Long story short, by midnight I was down a grand. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, do you know what, I'll, do you know what will get me back on track? <laughs> Referee. <laughs> so I, I'm down to ref this match. The, the match is on. It's a home game in Clyde Rovers, right? Okay. And uh, Sunday. This is Saturday night. I'm down a grand at midnight. Okay. So I, and you're you're so you're down a grand at midnight, and you're due to referee this game half the following 11. half eleven the following morning. morning. Okay. So I was like, I, I can't leave here down a grand, like, because oh, the re- only reason I was down a thousand euros was that there was a load of drunk people at the table, and they didn't know what they were doing, and they were getting very lucky. Right? Yeah. And I was like, if I just stay here long enough i get my money back and some right so i stayed there till seven o'clock in the morning 7 a.m right and i left i was still down money i was down 150 euro right but, but still that's not bad it no felt like, like a win. It felt yeah like a yeah win, exactly right? yeah and uh, so i went home uh hopped into bed i was living in rochestown at the time hopped into bed <laughs> set um set the alarm for 10 o'clock i think it was 10 o'clock uh got a couple of hours sleep uh, got up autopilot Drove to the to the pitch, right? Um, and luckily, luckily during the week, I had asked f- uh, a couple of my buddies. I said, "Look, there's a match on Saturday morning. Fucking, there's a local one. Is there any chance you do the line for me and do umpire?" And the club had said when they were asking me to do it, they said, Look, "We'll support you. We'll send umpires and stuff like that." So, uh, shout out to the model, the Hoover, Skinny, and Luigi. They were the they were the four club lads. I won't give away their real names. That's their nicknames. They're right? the four boys from 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 the casino the night before. Yeah, I can get you a job doing the line. You can make Free it big. <laughs> <laughs> so I arrived down anyway. Eyes falling out of my head. Fucking absolutely exhausted from playing poker against these fish all night, trying to get back the money that I lost to them when they were locked. Um, <laughs> the lads are there anyway, and uh, they're all fresh, bushy-eyed, ready to go. One of them goes on either end of the goal, and one of them's on the line anyway. And the match starts, and I literally 
hadn't even thought about it. I was so tired. I hadn't even thought about it until I got the ball. And the, the four midfielders were fucking flaking into each other. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, oh no, they're taking it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is a fucking nightmare. I threw the ball up anyway. And just like you... And this is hurling? No, football. This is football. This is football. This is football. This is football. Oh, when you said throw the ball up. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I threw the ball up That would have anyway. been gas if you threw it up and it was hurling. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> 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 Time you go to bed last night, you bastard. <laughs> I haven't thought a thousand. But um, <laughs> I, I threw the ball up anyway and from the minute one they started flaking each other and throwing oh. fucking dirty digs and... And any decision I made, and I'm trying to make as little decisions as I possibly could. Of course, that, yeah, uh, yeah. Was like they were in my face, roar, and this is junior B, you know. So I was grand anyway. It was going on like this, and I was like, "This is just like a fucking an extended panic attack," is what it felt <laughs> like. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I was like, I can't, like, like, I couldn't wait for half time, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Then, uh, the match was going on anyway. Blah, 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 about fucking 25, 30 minutes into it, anyways, I had a look at the watch, and uh, it was still blank. I'd never started it. <laughs> 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 so you had no idea, I had no, idea. no no concept of time None. whatsoever no whatsoever could, and oh my god so what did you do so uh, the game's going on i was like what am i going to do what am i going to do and then the next thing players started going what's left of the red what's left of the i said get on with it get on with it get on with it do you know that kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah and i was waiting for someone to shout from the line going ah come on ref blood time, time. but that would only be at the end of the game usually yeah like, not really at so, time. yeah so i just kind of winged it when I tossed you know and I just went and no one said anything okay so you so got I, away with that fucking hell of yeah I got into it until I came up to the middle of the pitch and um, one of uh, the our club mates Luigi and said hi we'll do that up eight minutes before time <laughs> <laughs> so you only paid 22, yeah, 22 minutes 22 minutes right <laughs> but nobody said anything at all yeah. right uh, so that's grand anyway and like uh, of course I had told them all that I had been out fucking playing cards the night before yeah, you know yeah. um, like no and when I play cards I, I wouldn't be drinking or anything like that so I wasn't hung over I was just really fucking tired you naturally exhausted, exhausted. Yeah. yeah so um, <laughs> uh, that was grand anyway I was like I'm not going to make that mistake again anyway so I fucking catch the ball I throw the ball back up anyway and fucking about six minutes into it I'm like fuck it I never started the watch <laughs> Again, I totally forgot to start the watch again. <laughs> so I started it then, right? And it was about six minutes into the second half, and, and I you, started you it. You knew it was six minutes, just temporary by looking at the sun, like or did you just Five felt or six minutes into it because it just felt like it just felt like that. It okay, felt, it felt. I tell you now, I can hear, I can actually even remember the ball was thrown up, it was broken down, and there was a big free, and there was a kind of a mini shamazel kind of at the start of the second half, mini shamazel now, like. And you there pulling out cards, realizing it's the ace of spades and the diamonds. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wrong, All in. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and like so I am I am kind of guessing but it felt like five or six minutes into the first half yeah. so I pressed it on anyway and um, I fucking I played on and of course like because it was I had started it late when the match was over that all the line people who had been keeping time then in the second half because you keep time mostly in the second half yeah of course over, Be- people are ah come on ref blow it up blow it up blow it up and it was very close and it was so niggly I was like I'm going to try and make this ch- I'm going to try and make this a draw. Yeah. Right? So you actually had that feel. You want I can categorically say you wanted I this. wanted that and I tried my best to make it so that I would get out of the field alive. Yeah. Right? Okay. And had you a bad game during it? Like, were you giving freeze away? I were you being... was so intimidated by yeah. both sides. I just wasn't able to, like, oh, do you know, I was mumbling and like, like... I was trying to fake as if I, I had a bit of authority, but they could see right through it. It was my second game. Now you'd have to yeah. be. It's like being a stand-up comedian. You get up on stage at they the start. They smell the fear. They'll smell the fear if you're shit-like. Yeah. You know? um, so anyway, it ended a draw, right? Okay, I gave a 21-yard fr- free, right? And over the bar it went, and the whistle came out, uh, or the ball was kicked out. <laughs> game over, and I never ever refereed a game, a game again yeah. I told I rang our chairman I said no fucking way I said I'm not doing it not abuse. for me and I didn't get much from the line but I think I might have only that I couldn't hear it y- from y- the abuse I was getting off the player yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly I didn't get any abuse from because in fact your players were, were so abusive that I actually couldn't even hear yours yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck it and oh. like do you know when a, gro- like, uh, a grown man is roaring at you for fuck's sake oh yeah it's, it's absolutely mind. chronic like yeah <sighs> like I always have a different approach because I was, I was I took freeze, so the referee was my friend like mm. always and ever and I've I've always I I I've never been sent off t- touch wood I still have a few B games to be playing I don't I've never been sent off a few arrows here and there could have been sent off once or twice you never hear a man a box like 
Uh, well, we've got away with it, like. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've got away with it, yeah. One bad enough incident there a couple of years ago, all right? Got away with it. All right. The game was over, like. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a half. It was it, half it, 11. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> game was over. We're both at it, in yeah. fairness. I was probably the instigator. I was high because I, I, I wasn't starting and I came on and I got a goal and a point and uh, I got carried away myself. And then there was a big schmazzle at the end and I got fucking carried away. And I got, I should have been sent off after the game, but I, I wasn't. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, what you call it? Oh, yeah. The referee was my friend always. Pretended like in my own head because if a referee gave a free, the first thing anyone's going to do is, ah, oh, fuck's sake, ref. You know? And a strict ref will bring it forward. So I'm like, fucking brilliant. Mm. And I always did it. I always went up to the referee. I said, fair play, boy. Don't take that shit at all. You don't need that shit at all. You're doing a great job. Fair play, you're better than They're taking away the free. Never done for <laughs> taking too much time. Never you're done for stealing you're yards. Very handsome, ref. You're you know? very handsome. And uh, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, exactly. And d- didn't lift the balls. Me, kick. fuck's sake, ref, come on, us. Hey, boy, you don't need to take that shit at all, boy. Don't, don't be afraid to flash cards at them. Uh, oh, as a total bollocks, like uh, just. Uh, <laughs> but you know what, man? They're, and I can tell you this from. It works, though. It's like if all it I works. On that pitch was a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I had a friend from once, like they, like, like that's all I wanted. You know? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I can see how it does take a certain type of character to become a referee. That's it. You and know? that's what we, we want to talk about now, is like what type of personality is required to be a referee? Or what type of person wakes up some morning and says, you know what? I'm going to be a fucking referee. I'm going to be a referee. Like I absolutely couldn't. Like That experience I had under 12s. Under, they were under 12s. Literally... Like Valencia are our, 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 our rival team, and they were lovely to me. Like they were, they were literally coming up. I remember after the game, there, there was parents like from the other team. I don't know what they were showing you. They won the fucking game. Like they were like, I don't know, Ryan. To that joke, we were giving free to him the whole time. Of course, we were nearly across the bridge. We were a fucking joke, but you, you open your eyes, you coward. Yeah, tw- tw- a fourteen-year-old like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and these lads, I'm like, why are you saying this to me? Like, I know who you are. Like, you're, you're, go- you're like. Do you know you know my parents and shit? These lads, they just got carried away with it, like, do you know? It happens though. It does. It and the Valencia, the Valencia, I remember, never forget, the Valencia parents were, followed me out the gate because I was, I was walking out the fucking field, like. I, was, I had to go rowing as well. I was bloody rowing afterwards. And uh, I was like, oh my God. I was like, do you know what? You're like, I'm not going to cry, am I? Because <laughs> they were shouting, and, like, God, for fuck's sake. And, and, and a woman came up from, from them and, and was like, I thought she was going to say, take no north and walk away. And she just stopped me. She said, Open your fucking eyes. Oh, God. I, I'm a woman in her 50s, and I was only 14. I was like... And did you give them a riding or something? Like, I mean, like... like I, d- I mightn't have given the... Ad- I mightn't... I don't know. I'd say they were just... You they were just... They were just completely them. carried away with the game. But you, you see that... You see Valencia... Well, yeah. Absolutely and, and they won. That's the thing. The fact that they won the game, and they shouldn't... Like, the other... The Valencia were a better team. Would have been the better team, like... And it was a surprise that they won. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? These people aren't well at all. Like. But you know what it says to me, man? It says to me that referees can be manipulated because they're humans. Like, they won. You, you, they were roaring and shouting at you, and they won, like, you know? Yeah. So, like, I'm not saying they influenced you, know, but they, they could have They could have, for all I know. You know? Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, I better give that free now if they're, they're all shouting they're sure, That's it. They, they probably did, yeah. Um, yeah. So it does take a certain type of, um, I was saying a bollocks. Character. Like, like, it does take a strength... There, there has to be a thick skin to it, like skin, yeah. yeah. Like, like a lot of people. We were talking before we started. Like, what type of professions do referees have? See a lot of guards. See a lot of teachers. And guards, they're dealing with adversary every day. So they're kind of used to it. Yeah. Do you know, it kind of water for ducks back to them, like you know, people in the army and stuff like that. Teachers are dealing with petulant kids day in day out. Yeah. Again, another another step for them into a situation that isn't as yeah. foreign like, like you know? professional gamblers do it do you know they're, they, they're, they're well you're all boys with nothing you better not go to sleep tonight kid I gotta be waiting outside your window we know where you live boy yeah across Woo! across the bridge yeehaw <laughs> but I remember the, the, the village of parents came up to me after they were like we're so sorry that that happened to you. Like we, uh, we, we don't know why they're shouting at you. They won. <laughs> like the uh, the opposition team, who lost, came up to apologize for the team that won for shouting at me. It was to- It was. I was like, okay, I'm taking this whistle and I'm fucking throwing it off the bridge into the tide. Never, <laughs> never again. A, a two-year-old 
just yeah. Like, but keeping the score, I was like, holy shit, they're all shouting and roaring. I still have to keep the score. <laughs> like you couldn't keep the time, I couldn't keep the score. I think I had the score wrong and I have time and everything. <laughs> They were like, no, 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 tis, tis 2 8 to 1 7. That oh, one. Yeah, tis, you've won 8 to 2 7. Tis, tis 2 8 to 1 7. And, you, and it, it's like someone shouting at you. Do you, know, I, you worked in customer service as well, like in phone calls. Like, it's, like someone, it's like someone shouting at a card number at you. 4 7 2 1 2 4 2 5. I said it already. You're like, uh, uh, no, 4 7. <laughs> and they're all oh, Jesus Christ. So people are shouting numbers at you. Tis 2 7 to 1 8. I didn't. Tis 2 1 8 to 2 7. Uh, Completely flustered by so you, it. So you, so, okay, so you have to have a thick skin. You have to be cool under pressure. You do, yeah. There's two things. You have to have fucking integrity, which neither of the two of us have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's, that's the next thing. You can't succumb to bullies because I'll tell you one thing. I played in the club and we were great at bullying uh, players and referees. It was one of our strengths that we were so aggressive and... You know, animated and in their fit, kind of like you know, they were like keen would be up to the referees. Our our club was like that in our pants now when they were winning. Um, and I think it does influence. So you have to be able to be cool under pressure. You need to be able to have a bit of integrity and because it's hard to be impartial. Like absolutely, so. like especially if like uh, uh, that's it, lads. I've never seen a referee to change his mind. Don't open your mouth before to the referee. Like you can be saying that to teams for the next four hundred years. And this first thing, free against you. Ah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Bring it forward. Yeah. Like it's it's just a natural reaction because it's so it's not like rugby. The, r- the rules aren't that clear. Like, no, they're not. They're do you know not. people are like rugby is um, uh, was it a, a, a thugs game played by gentlemen, and soccer is a gentleman's game played by thugs. Gaelic football is just fucking and hard legs are like it's just a lot of madness. Like I was like, hang on, oh. But you can, yeah, and the other one then you can use your hands, and you can you can shoulder each other and push each other, yeah, yeah. but not in the back. But if the ball is kicked in before you run into the square, it's fu- uh, uh, that's fine. But if you're inside there already and the ball's kicked, or if you run in before the ball lands in the square, <laughs> that's square ball had cashed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're a statistic. But um yeah, so uh, So that that nineteen eighty seven Dublin one yes. that that was definitely influenced by a referee, but not that final. It was before it, wasn't it? Yeah, so it was a quarter final actually, is a Cork this is in nineteen eighty seven um the, the, the championship was knocked out, so the league was kinda of went down longer and it was quarter final stage in the league. And the way the way it was was the quarterfinals were played between the um the top two teams from Division Two versus the bottom two teams of Division One. Anyway, long story short, Cork and Dublin were put, put to play each other. Dublin were uh, um, in the relegation zone. Cork were in the promotion zone. They played each other in Croke Park, and the game was a draw uh, at the end of the match. Um, but so the referee said, "Come on, we'll have we'll have extra time." But that hadn't been discussed with Cork prior to it, and, and uh, Cork had no way of getting home. They had to get the train. So they went, where the fuck are we going to get home, by? Do you know what I mean? We were fucking, we were trying to get a Houston session. I mean, it's grand, free, free Larry and Shea, they can stay in Kildare, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they said as a group, they said, no, I mean, we're fucking, we're going we're gonna to get, this wasn't told to us beforehand, and they would be stuck there, like, and back then, there isn't the, I suppose, like, money was a lot tighter back then, I'm not saying that money isn't tight now, but like, you know. But this late 80s, is like. Yeah, we'll put you up to County Board, we'll cover that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There, like. So it would, it would potentially be out of their own pockets, which you just don't know. Um, so they got on the train and they went away home. But the referee decided in all his glory that he was going to start the, the, the extra time anyway. Dublin came out onto the pitch. and No Cork. No Cork. 15 Dublin players. He threw the ball up. Barney Rock got it. Uh, the father of Dean Rock. Uh, multi-award. Multi-All-Ireland and fucking Dublin. Yeah, uh, cousin, uh, neighbour to Fred Flintstone. Very good friends 
Yeah. Very good yeah. And uh, he scored a goal, and uh, that was it. And Dublin went on then to win the league and um, never win anything again. Nineteen ninety-five was the next time yeah. they won something. So that was the, yeah. But like that is a that is a referee's decision that you know influenced an, a national league winning team. Dublin went on then to win the league after that, and that was a decision that he could have made either way. He could have said, "Look, lads, look, look, cough, you better." They had to get the train, lads, and, and they're, they're two and a half, three hours away. And that's and it. I remember, I, remember seen, I, I remember seeing that happen on a few occasions. Uh, the 2004 South Kerry Minor semi-final, Waterville versus the Marys, St. Marys, Grassovine. We had played the B semi-final before that, and I think we lost. But we would have ha- wouldn't, like, the way it works in South Kerry is, like, if you lose the first round, you go into the Bs. And I think we played Ballyfile more without they being very strong. Lost that anyway. But the f- other semi final, the A semi final, was supposed to be on afterwards. And the Marys were out on the pitch. And uh, everyone was like, Where the hell are Waterville? Like? And Waterville were told the game was called off. They were told the game was called off. Apparently, no, I don't know exactly what happened, but there was something to do with it anyway that Waterville wanted the game called off because they said, Loads of our lads are away. We can't play on Saturday at that time or whatever. And uh, there was some breakdown in communication, anyway, whatever happened. And uh, the referee threw the ball up, anyway. Your man caught it in the middle of the field. Right? And I remember we were all watching, thinking it was hilarious. Like, your man kicked it into the net, and <laughs> there was a pitch invasion. Then. <laughs> I wonder if the president said so with that Cork Dublin match um, in 87. Do you know? Like, I wonder what that president said then. Because, like, I've never, I've never heard of that happening again, no, until you just said that there. That's fucking gas. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it happened in... Where else did it happen? I don't know. Did, did it happen to us once? I think it happened to us once in an under-16 game or something. Jeez. Something ridiculous. Yeah, I've, it's happened a few times, all right? It's, it's happened so in junior games. It, if team, a team doesn't, um, doesn't notify the county board or the referee or whatever, or the other club that they're not turning up, then they'll throw the ball up and away they go. I suppose yeah. rude, so it's rude. hilarious for, like... To the 20 seconds after it happens it's like <laughs> we sure he ran from the midfield <laughs> he pretended he was going to put over the bar and kicked it into the net and that's gas <laughs> yes uh, I suppose we'll go home now we'll go home now I suppose yeah I was looking forward I was, to be honest, I was looking forward to the game <laughs> he did <laughs> Offaly versus Clare. Yes. So you do know, you know about that. I do know. I, I was watching it live at the time in my grand-aunt's house, which is um, about four or five houses down from me in towards the middle of the village across from the post office in Port McGee. And my cousins used to come down from Dublin and we were all in her house. Uh, me, my sister, my brothers, all their family, just watching it, you know, passively watching it on and off, whatever. You're only, I was only eight. But I do remember it was it was shortly after the Oma bombing actually, it wasn't long after that August ninety eight, or it might have been before <laughs> it. It was very in and around that time. So I remember like people were gathered around the TV quite a lot around then because there was just so much happening. What's happening next? With what happened up in the north and whatever, and that game was on as well. So that added another dimension. Obviously not not as tragic as the Oma bombing, but. It added a number of kind of Jesus. Did you hear what happened to the All Ireland hurling semi final? So t- tell uh, a lot of you probably listeners are younger and they might know this. They might know. They might know. So and even if you do, you might have forgotten. And it's nice to, re- to remember. To remember, yeah. I think that is something that we're definitely going to do in the podcast is because we're, we're we're fond of nostalgia. Nost- we're nostalgic men. And sometimes with sport as well, and with great sport, you always hear the I don't look to the past. I only look at the future. Tomorrow, next game. Next yeah, game, yeah. Next game. That's fine if you're a manager, but if you're a, a, a player that, you know, had notions of being something once and, and it never happened, then it's, the past is a great place. Yeah. You know? and, and the thing is as well, is like I am 44. I am grossly overweight. Um, I, uh, I can't really run. I'm left-footed and I'm not great on my left foot. But, you know, if I got myself back in shape... <laughs> <laughs> got the right personal but trainer. Person, like, I've never had a PT. That's yeah, that's it. Sure, that was, that was what's wrong, you see. So, like you'd, you'd never know. Chance. There's I'm a chance. Learning, you know, I mean, I'm, like upstairs, I am very quick. Yeah, so. yeah. But uh, the '98 semi-final, <laughs> Offaly versus Clare, hurling. Hurling. So there was three minutes to go, and um, the referee's name was Jimmy Cooney, and he blew 
blew, Claire Woody got three points, and he blew up three minutes to go. And there was war. He had to be escorted off the pitch by the guards. Um, I think he knew quite shortly afterwards that he had made a mistake, but it had kind of gone, you know, it kind of gone too far before he could, really he hadn't gone too far. He it just really turned around and said, look, fuck it, lads, I'm really sorry, I'm making a mistake there, look, three minutes fucking plus injury time. But anyway, he was escorted off the thing, and to their eternal credit, the awfully supporters. supporters fucking went down to the pitch and sat down and did a peaceful sit-down pro- uh, protest. Like, you see stuff that goes on in different countries. Yeah, I, I, I would highlight anyone that hasn't, or I would suggest anyone that ha- doesn't know this or hasn't seen it. It is actually a, cl- a class video to see all the awfully hurling fans, and you wouldn't, like, awfully hurling is not is, is non-existent to where, what it was back then in the late, late 90s. And... They all sat down. I remember they were telling everyone to sit. No, instead of you know being roaring and bellowing like you'd see in Premier League, they all sat down, waving their flags, yeah. had their chance. And I tell you, that Offaly team was littered with fucking unbelievable hurlers. Uh, Brian Troy, Brian Whelan, Simon. John Troy, wasn't it? Brian Whelan. Simon uh, Whelan, fucking. Johnny Pilkington. Dooley. Uh, what's your man there? He's the, he's the, he's the chairman the, of the board now. He's on a Sunday game sometimes. D- well. Michael Dignan. Absolutely up, but they were a swashbuckling mad bunch of men, very hard to. I think Hubert Rigby was in. And they had some great names. Great. Johnny Rigby. Pilkington, Hubert. What's his name? Hubert, Hubert What a name, Rigby. like. That's the quarterback at some high school in the States, Rigby like. Is a funny kind of a name as well. Dooley. There were three brothers, weren't there? The three Dooleys. And the Wheelers, there were two Wheelers. Yeah, they, they, were, they were Wheeler Hens. Wheeler Hens. Yeah. Something happened anyway, the game was, we scheduled for six days time in Turles and something happened within that Offaly camp and they fucking just, I mean, people with their fans sitting down, I just, because how, how much it meant to the fans and the players, like, just some sort of the bond. Happened. It was, yeah. They came back, they beat that Clare team who'd won in 95. That was a and the year, they won in 97 as well. 97 as well. Yeah. It was a great, great Clare team, yeah. to be fair, by your man, your, actually he's here at the moment. Yep. Yeah, look, how's it going? How are you, sir? Well, I don't know what in the name of God happened that week with, 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 with Jimmy Cooley. He's refereeing games in the week in, week out at 30 minutes, and it, sure, it, was only, it was only five more minutes, you know? Three minutes was nothing. And, and just uh, one thing I've always wanted to ask you, sir, you know, the comb over, like, would you ever just take a shaving, shaving off the head, shaving off the head? Do you know what? I thought about it for a long, long time, and uh, I said, uh, no, I won't. Uh, I always have to hang on to that little bit of, that, that little bit of hope. A bit of hope. Like, Did you ever get back into the games, or no, no, no. I'm mean, gone away from now. Happy out now. Chilling out. Yeah, the whole lot now. You know, I might the clear the clear footballers seem to be doing a lot better now at the moment. So looking forward to seeing what they're they're going to conjure up now in the, in, in the coming year. I said they're going to catch Cork this year. <laughs> I have a fair idea now. David. Yeah, Colin Collins get patched out of the hurlers. He will. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you heard it here first, guys. Jerlock Nain. Jerlock Nain. Jerlock, put us back on the burner there. I will. Thanks. What are you doing here anyway? I don't know, actually, I think he's, he's family in the area, I think. Yeah, <laughs> he came down. He was like a dog over it. He was like saying that, Gerald Hamm was saying that, it, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be, be replayed. The referee's decision is final. But my point again here is, awfully galvanised, they almost lost that game. They probably would have lost it. They would have lost it. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, Claire were also on the attack when he blew it up. And exactly, yeah. exactly. And Claire were fucking sensational. They were really good. Something happened. They clicked. They went down. They beat them in the replay. And then they went down to beat a really good, highly fancy Kilkenny team. Yeah. They were beating them in the Leinster final. And the rest is history. And that's all down to a referee decision. Yeah. And that decision. was the beginning of the Kilkenny, um, that amazing Kilkenny team. They were. Co- they had lost. They lost in 98. They lost in 99. It is. And they, you are. Uh, you, 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 you could have done the double. Was. Uh, yeah, and he lost the football the following week and then uh, two weeks later that day, uh, we were happy uh, he did he did and then in 2000 uh, no we didn't uh, 2000 then Kilkenny annihilated Offaly in the All-Ireland Final and then they won in 2002 6, 7, 8, 9 they went well on their way and then when, again when they, when they got to kind of 6 they just took off really they did yeah they were in a different yeah. league they stopped the treble for Cork that time in 06 they're five in a row. Five in a row as well. and that, that was a good Tipperary team as well. Um, but like that kid, 
probably yeah. They're in a, a league, a league of their own. They're there with James Carden and the rest of them all Premier League players in the league of their own, huh? James Corden. Yeah. But that that I remember that incident very well. Um, and I suppose in in my own one in terms of um, the biggest one for me really, the biggest refereeing controversy for me, and it's still I can't imagine being from this county of the heart that it caused. Um, is Mead and Loud in twenty ten? Now that you the wee county, I was working at the time in the shop on a Sunday, and I always had the radio on. In the so it's a post office and a shop. Post office is closed on Sunday, so I'd have the radio on, and it was me Hollywood Hurtig last year as well. So the, oh, it was fantastic listening to it. Like I almost enjoyed working on a Sunday. So pip pip pip, you know, you're totting up the till. Uh, people are getting their messages. What's the score now? Hang on a second, and it's come out to the bit. JP only now. That's all with the bar alone. They've taken a two point. They're two points up. Jesus, wouldn't it be brilliant? Oh, it's gonna have load, wouldn't it? Huh? They haven't won since the fifty. Oh my God, am I? Good, great, and the see. It would uh, Fitzpatrick, Peter Fitzpatrick, Peter Fitzpatrick. He had he had a very kind of he very kind of distinct kind of voice. He had a very distinct voice. He's very, he was. He went to Finnegill. Yeah, yeah, he was. But sorry, what? Sorry, no, no, perfect. No, no, all these little details. This is the thing. We're not analysts or thing. We're just too normalized talking we're about analysts. it. So, we're we're <laughs> so I will go off in tangents every now and then. Um, but for those that don't know, every majority of people will know this. But loud were. A point up. They actually had the ball underneath the Hogan stand. They were soloing up. The cornerback had it soloing up. And I remember listening to it, and the TV was on inside in the sitting room in the house of the shop. So I went in. I said, "Screw this! <laughs> the, the queue can wait. This is <laughs> this is big, like yeah." yeah. And it was used to drive me mad as well as people who who say that they're big foot. You know the the blowers in the pub. Mm. And like they'd be coming into the shop, then doing their shopping in the middle of the Leicester final. I said, "You're always talking about fucking football." Saying this, that, and the other. Leicester finals on now at the moment, and you're here doing your shopping. Why aren't you watching it? I don't mind that. No, mind that game. Yeah. I'm like, you're not a GA supporter. Anyway, I went into the uh, sitting room to watch it. Your man was under the, the the stand, and I was like, all you have to do is hold on to it. All you have to do now is hold on to it. He tried to give a pass up to the, the 45 on the other side. Course, 50-50 ball, broken down. Ball was driven down the field by Meade. Kicked high into the square. Now this was a uh, merciful. Who kicked it in, Garrity? I don't know who kicked it in. Or was it, it Giles? No, Giles was, was Giles definitely gone? gone. Well gone at that stage. Garrity was around. I don't know. Was he playing then? But the ball went in high anyway. Mead weren't good then, like no, they were not Like they know they did beat Dublin. All right, that was they they beat Dublin. Well, uh, they'd um, uh, Stephen Bray and a few other guys mm. there, Brian Mead and things. Here and, and of course their main man was uh, Sheridan. Yeah, the ball got to Sheridan, Killian Sheridan. No, Killian Sheridan. What's he was who's the, who's the soccer player. Oh, he's a soccer Gavin. player from Gavin. From Gavin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's what's uh, Sheridan's first name? Sheridan's first name. <laughs> it's gone oh, from me. Fuck's sake! I'll Google it. It's gone from me. I'll Google it. I'll Google it. Go on, tell me. Sheridan keep, got keep going anyway because right? I know he's a big, tall, big, strong, strong fella, ginger, baldy. Fella. Yeah, yeah, strong fella. In fairness, what would any man do if he fell? Like he was, he caught the ball down. He was surrounded. Nothing he could do. So he threw the ball into the net and like uh, I remember seeing it in real time thinking ah that's Joe Joe Sheridan yeah sick. Joe what's wrong Sheridan. with us at all well sorry Joe you're doing all right you're probably doing all right for two lads okay I remember I do not blame him I d- not at all absolutely form. not no no sure what else would you do of course you would do it. So You're not going to say, sorry, sorry, lads. <laughs> Just to let you know, I actually threw that but in. But do you blame the referee there as well? It's hard. It's the umpires. The umpires should have seen that. It was so like it was so blatant yeah. from the TV in real time yeah. that the umpires should have seen that. But the thing is, this was th- that started the debate then of the umpires having more power because the mm. umpires were like, our job is only to see if it's square ball or, yeah, or a point or yeah. wide. We don't need to do with that. Like that, did that referee get a box going off the That's field? That's the thing. That's what happened. Unfortunate for 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 Martin Sludden. He was uh, immediately the ref, the whistle was blown immediately after kick out. Oh Mead won by two points. God. And then uh, a swarm of loud fans entered the pitch. Now it was like initially it was just people finger wagging yeah. and going. They said disgrace, disgrace. And then uh, there was the pushing and the shoving. Yeah. And that was bad, obviously. Yeah. Now, like, like, there's nothing better than being at a league match on a Sunday morning and a shamazzle breaks out and a, there's a couple of lads throwing a few boxes. But nobody wants to see 
a fucking referee being attacked coming no, out the pitch. No, it's, just, it's, it's not nice. It's now, he, not nice. The thing is, like that, if you put it, I suppose, in the perspective of that referee and his family as well, you know, he's yeah. probably the wife and kids at home watching that, mm. extremely worried for his own. Because like, anything can happen. The height, the, in the highest heat, anything could happen. You can, compl- like, I understand the loud fans were completely insane. They like you know, yeah. any of them could have thrown him a box, yeah, and it could knock them out, could have killed anything could happen. So like you just don't know. Like Mead went on then to win. Um, Mead won that. Then they went on to play Kildare in the quarter final. Kildare beat them. Okay, and then Kildare played down. Like the 2010 season was the weirdest season ever. Mm. So the All Ireland semi final pairings were uh, obviously last year was 20, 2020 was worse, were more strange. Semi-final pairings in 2010 were Kildare and Down Jeez. on one side and Cork and Dublin on the other. Yeah. And like, you just, I don't think those semi-final pairings are going to happen anytime soon in the next quarter well, of a century. Christ. Maybe Cork and Dublin. You but mean, what, like, what were the semi-final pairings last season? That's it. You know that is mean? true. Like, that you is know, true. Cavan and Tipperary, you're not going to, like, that's the thing with GA. It's this, this is the, I think we might have been talking about this on another podcast, is when you invest money in the youth, in the young development of the game into a county. I'm talking proper money into it at a very young age. And that is and that is kept going for a period of time. That will breed players. Players breed interest. And when players start winning games, you just... They start know. breeding families. And then, they, unless it is the they year is 1990 and you live in Ballyfylmore. <laughs> no contest. <laughs> Um, my last, my last one, my last example of a referee influencing a game to a massive level is uh, the All Ireland semi final in football minor, minor All Ireland semi final. Oh yes, in the year two thousand, two thousand, the turn of millenni- the, the turn of the millennium. Demon. We had lost the All Ireland the year before uh, in ninety nine football. Demid, Ali Murphy, Ali. Um, so we were playing we were playing um, Derry and um, Kieran Murphy got two yellow cards and never got sent off referee never sent massive gaff just completely didn't realise it until after the after the game I actually don't think even Derry realised it until after the game do you know what I mean yeah the, f- the final score was four, 14 to f- uh, 15 Cork won by a point and, so um, 14 points to 15 14 points to 15 and Cork dismissed all notions of a replay. They were like, nah, we're into the final now. The referee didn't do anything. Oh, about it was it. the semi final. It was the okay. semi final. Yeah. And um that team then went on to beat Mayo um in the in the in the All Ireland final. And there was a couple of players on that team that went on then to be successful um senior footballers that won the All Ireland in two thousand and ten. Um Nicholas Noel Leary. Yeah, Noel Leary. Nicholas Murphy I think was on it as well. Um and uh a, a few There's probably a good few more now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another direct, massive mistake that le- that led to something being in the history books forevermore. So it's a very important position that referee, and I think, and like it's such a small. It could be like a, 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 that can easily happen. Yeah. Do you know, you could book easy. a lad, book a lad twice and forget to send them off. It's happened a few times. I remember being highlighted in the Sunday game, and, a, and a, after like, oh, and you, as you remember, Tony Davis used to be on it, and as you can see here, he was booked again. And referee failed to send him off. I'd be like, what are you talking about, Tony? You got sent off in an all Ireland final. But keep your mouth shut, boy, will you? <laughs> that was very me. harsh, actually. Uh, that so all, harsh. That was one of the worst. And I felt so sorry for him. I think he, he had a tragedy in his life around that time That's as well. right, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, very harsh. Very harsh. I mean, if, if you want to see an actual player being like literally crushed from mm. a decision, because he, he just went to shoulder, missed time. Yeah. I think the referee was trying to send a message as well because, like that, those games those, those games were very r- rough. They were yeah, very yeah. rough, but like, and he just pointed to the thing, and he just, yeah, the head went down. It was fairly, yeah. it was very sad to watch, actually. Yeah, like uh, when you think of it, like Tony would have been the man to send off because anyone else would have ate the head off him. Like, do you know what I mean? Again, you'd be questioning all and, these things. And Derry won that All Ireland. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you have it. Yeah, it, fucking, it all, it all, it all it hinges on, uh, like as uh, Pacino says, inches. It's right in front of your face. It's all around. You like one grim. Yeah, I'm, do, I'm doing um, personalized uh, Pacino videos if you want, Laird, or six grand. For six grand, that's all two right. Minutes. And two minutes, that's yeah, all right. It's just me repeating what I just did there. Excellent, over and over. excellent. That's uh, really far to that. So for anyone who's looking for some <laughs> videos, please get on to... Uh, Dot IE. <laughs> 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 we 
but if you think about mm-hmm. the loud situation in Mead, like that finished them as a count as a as a power. Well, they were never really a power f- at the time, but that finished that pot- their potential because they had great. Like JP Rooney was a great player for them. He played for a long time. I know there was uh, White and um, uh, there's, a, there's a farmer. There was that a plays, he, takes a he still plays with him. What's his name? Oh no, that's Westmead. I'm thinking of sorry. You're thinking of um, uh, Heslin, I suppose. John Heslin, yeah. yeah. Uh, for midfield for um, Loud was a man by the name of what was his name again? Was it not Rooney? Um, oh God, he was a fantastic. I don't think he got an All Star in the end, uh, but he was named in the Sunday Game Team of the Year. Jesus, our names are gone from us. What the hell is wrong with us? Because like, um, we're thinking of this off the spot, like we don't well, have yeah, any exactly research yeah. on this. Like, what? What was? Did they get? An, did, did, did I remember an listening that year. Did they? Did they get an all star? I don't think they got the. He got the all star. So uh, that was a semi final of the Leinster. Be like, there'd be no old was it, cry. Yeah, yeah. It was what in the name of God? Oh my! Can't I remember his name? No, he was a brilliant player. I'm going to check Loud midfield. Here. Brilliant midfielder altogether. Keenan, Paddy Keenan, Paddy Keenan, Paddy oh, Keenan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great player. And uh, I remember that when the Sunday game were naming their team of the year and we were watching it in the pub. And uh, I just knew I had a far more uh, deeper interest in GA than my counterparts at the time. And I said, midfield, Michael Darren Colley and Paddy Keenan. Yeah. And everyone with me just turned around and said, who the fuck are they? Did uh, you know who Michael Darren McCauley was Not then, either? not in 2010. He oh, had just yeah, started. Yeah. He was more of a basketballer. And he was so unusual then, Michael Darren McCauley. Even though he saw the way, us, yeah. the way he ran and everything, he was... Nobody had seen a player like that at yeah. until then. They were like, "Geez, your man midfield for he, he he's queer all running him, but geez, he carries the ball some distance." Yeah, Do you know. Yeah. But Paddy Keenan was a f- glorious footballer. Uh, he played for a few more years, but they played Dublin in the qualifier after that, and there was they were wiped. Do you of know, the, the heart was gone from it. That what year is that now? What what year? That was twenty ten. Twenty ten. So we're twenty twenty one now. So eleven years later there's the first kind of sprinklings of hope now coming back into Loud because with Mickey Hart. Yeah. It's the first time that, like, I, I heard, um, I heard, it, was, it might have been a podcast I was listening to where um, people were, uh, there was lads getting on to Mickey Hart's backroom team going, why, why, aren't they, why aren't they coming to matches? Why aren't they asking me to come back to the panel? All this kind of stuff. There's actually players wanting to play yeah. for them for the first time now. That's, that's in a long time. to see, like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's brilliant to see, do you know? But uh, hopefully he could do something with him now because I think um, like uh, did he feel shafted? But did, like did he f- did he, he like he, he literally was gone from Tyrone and he was he another and he was with them for so long. Yeah, he kind of I felt think like oh I've got something to prove here. Like yeah, well I think it's it's with with two years the kind of we'll say the 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 former players and the kind of mentality in Tyrone was like maybe it's time for him to move on now because yeah you know they got an All Ireland final in twenty eighteen. Fucking had Dublin on the ropes for the first twenty minutes. They were five one ahead at one stage. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, they drove on. Like if that was if the, if that was the Tyrone team of 08 they would have you know driven on more and more. Like, but mm. uh, it just was it wasn't really happening for them after that. Because it'd and be very interesting to see if he can do anything with Loud. I mean, it would be it'd absolutely be like, amazing if he could. Oh yeah, like you really realistically, he just wants to get up to divisions. Really, you like Loud would want, would want to be in Division Two. Really. They're yeah. division four. They're going up. They'll probably go up. They'll probably win. Like I think, a, 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 like for them, success would be to move up the division, move up a division from four to three anyway. Yeah. And you know, maybe beat you, uh, Wexford. Maybe beat. A, you, a you'd want to. Yeah. You'd want to be beating everyone, ex- obviously, except Mead, Kildare, and Dublin. Yeah. Like yeah. if they if they got West, Kildare, West Mead, Mead would be, be a, like it'd be almost. If uh, if they if they beat someone like West Mead, that'd be a big scalp, a big for, scalp them. for them. Yeah. But something to work with but anyway. It would be it would be nearly a reach too far if it was Kildare, Mead, or Lublin. I think. Do you know what I was thinking there recently? And I, I, I don't know was I saying it to you or I might have been saying it to someone else. But you know, there's so many great managers that are, aren't employed managing county teams now. Wouldn't it be fucking amazing if the GA were like, all right, um, like Jimmy Barry Murphy? I want you to go yeah. up there to fucking Carlow. Where is Jimmy Barry Murphy? Gone? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just picking. Yeah, even go down to manager, like right. I know Morris Fitz now is is involved with Kerry this year, but if he wasn't involved with Kerry, yeah, that like you're going to go up, you're going to be a consultant now in a county that's gone beyond them, like you know. Exactly. Yeah, like uh, Mikko did it. He kind of did it himself, really, where he went to um, Leash, Kildare, Leash, and Wicklow, mm. and then he went to Clare. I think he was in Clare as well. Yeah, that was his last well, one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think Clare was the last one. Yeah, 
Uh, and his last team officially was the Waterville under 14s. Was his last they team. won. They did. I had a uh, well, my wife's it's nephew. That's right. Was playing in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so you have a lot. The, the likes, the likes kind of that. Kind of blood. Yeah. <laughs> Half blood. That is, but someone um, else. But uh, oh, great player as well. Our great manager too, who I love seeing was uh, Pete McGrath. He's, he was in charge of Down in '91 and '94, and he was in charge of Fermanagh in the last couple of years up until your man took over. Kind of a wily just looking. He's his his uh, uh, he's kind of like a quiet man with a, just a real Northern Ireland kind of I'd say w- a polite kind of gentleman in charge of these teams. But yeah. he makes him like he, those Down teams were class. Like uh, he's a, a, a guy when he's in charge of a team and like watch out for this team. They can take a scalp because they have your man in charge. You know, so maybe Mikko could do that with, uh, or not Mikko, Mickey Hart could do that with Lowe. He could do it. Like I like the fact that Geezer has gone back to um, to Armagh, but like even when he was, like I love seeing that as well. Like seeing the likes of like when McGinney was in charge of um, Kildare. Kildare. Like I'd love to see. Like I know he doesn't, uh, he's not involved in Gaelic games anymore. But like imagine Jim McGinnis now getting Cork as a three-year project. Like yeah, like I just think it would he he would that do would wonders. Be, that would run against the Cork plan. Oh sure, for five year plan. Of course that it would. would. The, that would be against the the the, the what is it the uh, Corkness is it? Well, we're very black when it comes it? to trying to keep it in house. It's very we're uh, like uh, nearly in everything we're very traditional when it comes yeah. to, to, to 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 the traditions of the GA. So I kind of respect that as well in a way. I, but I, like, yeah, exactly. You, know, you don't understand because it's music, a big county too. Like It is, and it is a big county. And there's yeah. a lot of clubs, so there is a lot of talent within there. But like, if you look at our, um, we've got your man from Kildare now who's fucking fitness coach, Keen, what's he Keen O'Neill. Keen O'Neill. Mm-hmm. So, do you know, they don't have to be at the very head of the table either, like, you know? No, but anyway. exactly. There we have it. That's but it. for anyone knowing what a referee gets for every match, Cornelius, it is... They get is it thirteen euro? Thirteen euro seventy one cents and plus fifty cent per mile. Mm. No, whatever are they updated? No, I wonder. Is my, it, it changed to kilometers about twenty years ago. Sorry, you you're after putting in the claim there in, in miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to return that there. That you've actually claimed it's a bit too more too much there now. Uh. Four hundred euros extra. So we're going if they to have paid, to re- if they return that. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I don't. I didn't even. I was I, when I was referee. I didn't even put in for expenses. I was just like, oh my god, I don't. Oh jeez, I, I, I nearly put in for counselling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I wonder, could I get like a retrospective counselling from them? Um, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> look after. Look, they'll be able to. You know, um, what's his name? Bernard Flynn and um, and Michael Dyke. And actually, after they're setting up a kind of thing to look after former players, they're trying to set up a movement. You know, oh, unless you suffer bad injuries and. And, you know, maybe suffer with mental health or whatever as a result of their careers and their personal lives are taken. There could definitely be one for referees oh <laughs> who've yeah. suffered uh, uh, immense abuse. Don't show the unfairness. Some things are absolutely hilarious, right? I was, I was in goal for the junior team in Port McGee. I was 16. So it was kind of a way of blooding you into the, the senior setup, you know. So look, go and go, go and go for the juniors. And, you know, get a feel for it, whatever. And we were playing, we were playing good, our good old rivals, Bally Fallmore. And a lad came on, and I won't say his name, no. <laughs> I know. But he came on, and he was a good player, like, but he was a little bit older now at this stage. And the ball was going over towards the end line. And I was like, that's got out, that's got out. But he kept it in, like he backheeled it, and yeah. he kept it in. And he did, he actually kept it in. But the fact, you know, every goal, he wide, wide, wide. Yeah. <laughs> Referee goes, wide, wide ball. And your man turned around and it was the most beautiful yet insulting uh, abuse that I've ever heard a referee get. That it was, he just goes, What? That one, why you should have been fucking retard? <laughs> what? <laughs> so he called, now it's wrong to say the last word, but he said, it's, it, it was wide, you stupid, cunting, blind fucking oh, <laughs> So everyone just goes, Wow, how did he get? Those five <laughs> words out in three seconds. Three syllables. <laughs> in three syllables. Yeah, so he said it all at once. And we were all going, Jesus, that was uh, <laughs> that was some abuse. That was poetic, <laughs> but it's like... And the GA in general as well, it's interesting to kind of like... I mean, it is... It's grassroots. It's Ireland to its core. It's old Ireland. It's new Ireland. It's... it's um, And it's quite traditional, but like li- we're living in a modern world now, so... It's an interesting time. It's a bit of a melting pot in terms of ideas and fucking moving forward and... 
Absolutely. You know, and we need referees. And we do. And we like, need people to go for it. And it takes a certain level of strength and confidence it does. to go for one. And to be one. They're getting a little bit more help at the higher level now as well. Um, yeah. But uh, at the same time, you said it there yourself. We need referees. Yeah. So and try and be nice to them, even though they're a shout of cunts. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my favorite referees were always the quiet ones. The ones that gave the free and didn't say anything. Mm. Yeah. You know, there's great ones out there. Uh, under I just remember underage I was like he he's he's not shouting back at anyone he's not going he's just going uh, this way maybe it's because he didn't want to actually ref the game and he had to because yeah. no the ref didn't turn up but <laughs> I like those referees yeah it's yeah. the ones that are like like almost like Hitler esque with their hands going out so rigid like you know and they're like free, like yeah, and yeah, blowing yeah. the whistle and oh when, particularly in hurling one of the things my pet peeves is, is a ref going no fuck out the ball turn out the whistle fucking blown yeah, yeah like we're trying to play a new game here ref where we're trying to get the ball out quickly the ball has gone wide why do we have to wait for the, the whistle just turn yeah. around and face the ball okay that's my wife ringing there now yeah right. I suppose that's time for us to, to wrap it up I think I have a few missed calls as well right okay yeah. very good we have to come up with a new email address now do you know what the square ball at gmail one dot com squareball one at gmail dot com we have to oh, go so up is there that that email is gone that fucking Are you're not going to email us anyway yeah <laughs> who's going to email us yeah exactly we don't want you to email us at all find us online uh, Bernard Casey com- uh, comedy and um, I'm Cornelius the comic on Instagram and that's enough that's enough, enough guys God bless yeah. and we'll talk to you again God bless bye bye <laughs>